So as you recall, our, our whole Moomin scene got put in the dump by Mercury Retrograde. But no worries. I am here. I worked so hard to edit this. And it's really pretty good, all things considered. And lots of quality content. So get ready because I'm Emily and she's Kai and she was drunk and I was high. And you're listening to Wine Weed Weird. You're not going to get that till the end. It's okay. Um, so episode three, I think episode three is where we first learned, well, maybe not, but they like are so excited for pancakes for one, which I was like, yes, I identify, I understand. I'm so excited every time I have a pancake. And then this is where they like go on a journey and it is, I think, where they find the boat. But I don't remember. I remember in episode three, another thing I thought was funny is they're like, the hobgoblin wood doesn't burn well. Oh, so maybe they just like are trying to have it like in their stove. I think I think they just have a lot of wood from the hobgoblin. If you know what I mean. Oh my god, <laughs> doesn't burn well. Does not burn well. Oh, it's so funny. I and I do love that about the show that it has that continuity. Mm-hmm. And it is nice that a lot of the episodes seem to kind of run into the other. So there's like. A storyline that kind of keeps happening, even though it's sort of all over the place, but it's still like referencing like these things happened. Yeah, I feel like it kind of goes in these two episode arcs. Mm-hmm. Something like that, but it's like they kind of can overlap. Like the first yeah. one kind of goes into episode two, mm-hmm. and then episode two goes into episode three, but it you know it doesn't really tie into episode one, mm-hmm. but you, it could. You only have episode two without episode one, so I guess it does tie into episode one. Yeah, yeah. I really want to get into it. Was episode three when they find the boat? I think so. Because I do love, like, if it's three and four, the two boat episodes are really, really great. We meet some really awesome characters. Um, we meet the Hemulin, who is really sad. Because he's collected all the stamps that he can collect. It's so funny. When I first saw him, I just, my note is, in all capitals, what? L-O-L? Yeah. And it's like the Moomins already have this big kind of hippo nose thing going on. But the Hemulin, like, nose and eyeballs. It's just a nose. It's just a big nose. Uh. And he and he's so stressed about stamps, which I thought was so like weirdly funny and specific. And he's wearing this like smock. And in the books, it specifically says all Hemulins wear dresses. Like this Hemulin is wearing a dress. It is a dress. All Hemulins wear dresses. Like it's just part of the character. And I just love that. Hello, this is Emily from the future. I am just coming in to. <laughs> You're you're interrupting my important work in the future. (laughs) I just, (laughs) so (laughs) we got cut off a little bit when we started talking about episode three. And I wanted to fill you in on the beginning of episode three because it is really fantastic because everybody's having an entire existential crisis. The snork doesn't think he'll ever be able to build a flying ship. Moomin Papa decides he has no literary talent and is an ignoramus. 
it's fantastic. Um, so all that happens, and then the part where they love pancakes happens, and then they go on an adventure. Moomin tries to just go and be alone with Snufkin because he's in love with Snufkin. But then little Mai thought it sounded cool, so she brings Snorkmated and Sniff. So then they're all going to this cave, and then Snufkin is like, listen, we're going to climb up the mountain and approach the cave from above, but you guys should just, like, walk around to the cave. Like, we actually don't want to have you wheel. Um, and that's where we're going to pick up with episode three right now. But I do want to add in, because we don't mention it, that Sniff is being, like, a total baby, and he keeps, like, projecting his fear onto Snork Maiden, and that's also hilarious. From the future! Yeah, there's, like, a cave or something that's going to go to the same spot, and you guys can go to that spot and walk normal. But for some odd reason, we are going to come up this, like, giant, big rock cliff thing and go to the cave from there and, like, come down from the top of the cave. Yeah, like, we'll see you in a little bit. Yeah, why do that? Um, And they... uh, I think that Snork Maiden, this is one part where I, like, identified with Snork Maiden. She's kind of like, well, like, why are you guys going up there? (laughs) Snufkin says, it's difficult for girls to understand. And she says, well, I think boys are difficult to understand. And I was like, you're correct. (laughs) They're making no sense right now. And then they're trying to blame it on the fact that you're a girl. You call them out. They are so stupid. And then later she says, why climb to it when you could walk to it? And I was like, yeah, why? What are you doing? That's so dumb of you. Just being boys, because girls wouldn't understand. Uh, So they go to the cave. They all find it. Um, Apparently he made some funny sound effects when Moomin is propelling into the cave. Oh, I think it just is like a cute little like, wow. (laughs) feet squishing against a rock sound effects but then don't they like get down into the cave and then um they're like what's that sound and one of them is like i think that's like moomin and snufkin moaning or like i and then little mai's like why would moomin and snufkin be moaning (laughs) It was something like that. And it's just like... I definitely heard them doing something. What? What is this in this children's show? We're calling them out. We know what it is. We know what's going on here. Just say it. Just say what it is. But then they... Do you remember why they were going into the cave? Weren't they just like going on an adventure? Maybe. That was all it was. But then they get scared, because I think, does Moomin fall on someone, Then they're like, ah, run away. Something like that, yeah. So then they run away. They run into the Himulin, who's upset about his stamps, because I think he's collected every stamp, so he yeah. has nothing to look forward to anymore. Yeah, his life has, no longer has meaning. Yeah, he has everything, so he has to find a new meaning in his life. And my last note in this episode is who invented finders keepers which means clearly the boat and this is where they find it at yeah some point. they find they're a like, boat keepers. And they're like well this is ours now and it's like it's a which is boat like, who ever made that a rule like well finders keepers losers weepers like maybe they just fucking left that boat there for a minute mm-hmm. 
and they're coming back to it. And, but I do feel like day. if someone came up and was like, oh, that's my boat, they would be like, oh, okay, sorry. You're, like, I don't think they'd be right. like, find your so skateboards. Until, like, its owners come back, we might as well use it. Yeah. So they would yeah, the movements, the movements feel very communist to me. Like, well, here's a boat. No one's using it. I might as well. Yeah. 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 Which, sure, whatever. So like, and, That's fine. But oh. in general, like, in life, like, who is, like, finders keepers seems like a good thing to come up with. Oh, this is a cute part because it's like, okay, we're going to go on an expedition on this boat. And Moom and Mama is, like, getting everything they need. And she's, like, packing all this stuff. Like, well, we need all these things. Like, we need to be ready. (laughs) It is cute. But, darling, how will we have coffee and pancakes? She'll have to have the pancakes. Mm -hmm. I'm not going on a boat trip if I'm not getting homemade coffee and pancakes. No, what's the point? No, I'm not here for that. No, absolutely not. Um, But are they they just going on an adventure? Yeah, they're just sailing. It's like, okay, here we go. Yeah. So they're sailing, and then I think they, oh, yes, this is, is this is, yes, okay, sorry. Um, so they are pulling up to a piece of land, and they're like, wow, I wonder if we're the first ones here, which I'm like, come on, guys, no. Uh, but Moomin Troll, he just jumps into the water and is like, I'll pull you guys to shore. <laughs> so this tiny little baby Moomin is swimming his little life away pulling the boat full of two moments bigger than him mm-hmm. at least twice his size and then snufkin and little my and snork maiden who's like the same size as him and was were there any more um i think that's everyone because sniff didn't go did he no but the himulin did yeah i well, just i don't think sniff did but i don't know but anyways, it's a lot of people that yeah. his tiny body is pulling. And he's just and swimming. Like, throughout this episode, there's a theme where I'm like, these parents are just letting their tiny child be like, jump into water, like do these different things, like sacrifice himself. And they're like, okay, <laughs> have fun, moving. They're very like adventurous, yeah. like free range parenting. But what if they, if you, there is something dangerous happening, I just feel like it would be like, oh, here, let me do that. <laughs> like, I don't know. There's too much volunteering. Yeah, they just let him go. They just let him do it. With, like, pulling the boat, sure. Sure, he's tied. If he fails, he just gets back in the boat. Someone else does it. But there were other instances where I was like, mm, he could die, you know? We don't know what's going to happen. Well, there's a massive storm that they send him out in. Yeah, exactly. I think that was the part that I was, he was like, oh, me and Snufkin will go check on the boat. And they're like, okay, move in. Okay, bye. And I was like, what? <laughs> no, you should go check on the boat. Like, <laughs> at least, I'd, like, go with them, help them out. Don't let the children go out in the storm. <laughs> it was so, it was so crazy. So silly. Yeah. So the storm scene brings us to the the next awesome character that we meet in this episode. Or we might be in the fourth episode by now. I don't remember where the cutoff We're is. We're in number four, yeah. Yeah. Um, the Hattie Fatteners. Hattie Fatteners. <laughs> Hattie Fatteners, which, like, what are those words? <laughs> where did they come from? Where did they go? Nothing. Where'd I love they them. Come from? I can't know. Um... These like, little guys 
they're like a they're kind of like kind of like a like, like they're shaped like fingers shell. a little bit yeah like french fries but the top they have like you know the hair they're like rounded the they're like rounded like they're yeah, a round they're, shape they're but then like they have the electricity skinny. around them it's very spongebob-esque with like the worms yeah and like these big eyes and then they just have little hands stuck to their sides like they don't have arms but these little hands and they just kind of like sway or like wiggle and like stare and there's a yeah, lot of them say words there's a lot it of them confusing noise there's so many yeah and like they make so these sounds many. and it's unclear what their deal is the hemilin runs into all these guys because the hemilin has a new lease on life because i think moomin papa suggested to him that he start studying botany and so now he's collecting all these flower specimens and he's like happy as a clam and he finds these hattie fanners and they're all like standing on this top of this hill surrounding this pole and there's a barometer nailed to the pole and like he's afraid of the hattie fatteners so he climbs the pole and he calls for help and like snuffkin comes running and he's like oh that's a lot of hattie fatteners and they just got charged up from the storm like this is kind of an iffy situation like of course snuffkin knows what the fuck and so he plays his harmonica and his music like soothes them kind of oh yes so then the Hattie Fatner, or not the Hattie Fatner, the Hemulin can get down from the pole and go away. Before but he's that, mad at the Hemulin, so he steals their barometer. The asshole. Yeah. Um, but before, he's like on the pole, uh, Snufkin and I think Moomin, maybe one more, Little Mai or somebody, they come over. And they're just like talking to him. And they're like, Hey, how you doing up there? <laughs> like, clearly your friend is in trouble or like needs some help, and you're just like, hmm, I bet there's a way to get you down. And I guess you decided like, to climb that pole. Not working hard, but then yeah, so he places harmonica, and they're you know following him. Like, yeah, SpongeBob. They're like subdued. Moment. Yeah, yeah, definitely reminiscent of, or SpongeBob is reminiscent of this. Mm-hmm. Um. I, well, I guess I'm not even sure because this cartoon is from the 90s. When did SpongeBob come out? It didn't come out to the odds. The, the like, like late, late 90s? 90s? I think I think the Moomins are early 90s, so I think they okay. came first, but not by oh. that much. That's so Maybe funny. SpongeBob. I think of the Moomins as being so much older. I know. But maybe SpongeBob is just a rip off of the Moomins. But okay, so he, he steers them away. And then, yeah, and then he comes down, he steals the barometer, and then I think this is actually when the storm comes, because I think he's in the tent with the barometer during the storm. Yes. So the Hattie Fatners, as some background information, they get, is it their, like, energy or something from lightning? Yeah, they like, they're like electrical Storms. little beings. Mm-hmm. So that's why they have the barometer, so they know when a storm is coming. Right? Which is so practical. <laughs> yeah. And I just love that, like, because I guess I think of the Hattie Fatteners as, like, being animals in a way that I don't think of the Moomins as being animals, if that makes sense. Same. But the Hattie Fatteners still, like, use this tool to tell them a storm is coming. Like, it's not like they instinctively know, like, they need to have a barometer, which they have nailed to this post for this purpose. <laughs> like, there's just something very funny about that. There is. It's kind of like cave mini, almost. Yeah. So then, 
all the Hattie Fatteners show up and they're all charged with electricity and there's like like a ocean of Hattie Fatteners and they're really mad because the Hemulin has their barometer. I would be too. That yeah. Works. Like what the fuck, dude? Why'd you steal our barometer? Well, because, like, they didn't actually even do anything before he started freaking out and climbing the pole. Mm-hmm. Like, they were kind of just vibing, and he was like, ooh. Yeah, so then, is it, this is after the storm. This is after they send their child out to the storm. Right. They have to tie up the boat because, like, mm-hmm. it didn't get tied up, but they don't lose the boat. The boat's okay. Um, the Hattie Fatners show up. There's an ocean of them. They give them back the barometer and they leave. Yes. Is that it? Okay. Not before he, like, shocks them a few times. Wait, what happened? Something happens before where Snork Maiden's hair goes funny. Oh, I think I think it gets scorched by the Hattie Fatteners. Oh, yes. When they, like, and shock her. Think, yeah, they, they're very shocky. Yeah. And so they shocked her. And her hair goes, like, black and curly. So usually it's, like, long and blonde, I guess. But it's just the bangs. Yes. Just the bangs are now, like, short and black and curly, which I thought was kind of cute. And I think she then gets upset about her hair. I was like, nobody's comforting the poor thing on her hair. (laughs) They're all just, like... If my hair got burned off, I'd be freaking out. Well, which I have to be like, oh, it's burned off it looked for a second like they just gave her a new hairstyle um and it looked cute because it's a cartoon and I'm yeah like, it's fine but like nobody's like trying to be like it's okay we can fix anything they're just kind of like oh yeah you don't look super great <laughs> which doesn't help you uh, and then at some point moomin i thought it was funny he's just like gosh nookin they're really weird. It's like, yeah. Way to say it. They are really weird. They're really they're weird. Like, they're like French fry, electronic French fries. You learn more about them in the books. They like just wander off in boats and they just like wander and wander and never get where they want to go. And they never talk. They just look at each other and bow and wave. <laughs> How strange. Yeah. So strange. Super um, weird. But they go away again. Yeah. They give them the barometer. And then they're like, fine, goodbye. Goodbye. That's all we wanted, you assholes. It didn't have to be like this. Yeah. Maiden could have kept her hair and we wouldn't have burnt it off. But no, we like a little dick bag. And so we did burn off her hair. Now she's crying and being annoying again. Um, And then the next day, are they, they're like on the beach. They go to Discover to see if they can find treasure right yeah and this is when we find that like mermaid yes it's like the figurehead of a ship Mm -hmm. and moomin is like wow it's really beautiful and snark gets super jealous (laughs) she's so mad about it Mm -hmm. and it's not even a real object no she's like super mad um and they like want to like take it home with them does it happen in this episode that we see snark maiden like rowing it out to fucking sea I think it's the next one because it like comes back. I think she something happens. They either leave it or I don't remember. And then it like washes up on the shore in Moomin Valley, and somebody tells her, and so she gets rid of it. She's like, "No, 
no way Moomin thought this was pretty and you just it just shows her just madly rowing in the dark out to sea with this figurehead in this little rowboat it's like what the fuck it's so weird she's so jealous of it yeah it's so but funny it's such a weird Moomin. little thing yeah Moomin really loves it and I I think did you see any of the episodes with Thingamy and Bob Mm-hmm. The tiny things. Yeah, little tiny yeah. guys with the suitcase. Oh, I think that's that's next. And okay. That's when okay. Okay. They discover it. Yeah, because they discover it. She drags it out to sea. Um, Thingamy and Bub come to live with the Moomins. In the books, they have this cute thing, this like speech pattern, where they um, they do something with the first letter of the words. I'm trying to remember what it is. They like reverse them like in the sentences so like it's really easy to understand what they're saying but it like sounds a little nonsense uh, they don't do it on the show i think because it would be harder to follow if you heard it spoken versus when you're reading it but it's like but, this, so when they talk they just like mix up the letters. first letters of words yeah but they do it in this really specific way that's a pattern so after like the first few words you're like oh okay i see what is happening here okay yeah, that sounds okay to read, but confusing to hear. Yeah, yeah, I think it would be harder to, to hear it, so they don't do it. But they're really cute. They have this suitcase. They won't tell anyone what's in the suitcase. They don't want to talk about it. And immediately, I think it's Sniff. It's like, well, they've clearly, like, stolen something, you know, or something. Like, they're all, like, speculating on, like, what's in the suitcase? Like, what's their deal? Of course, Moomin Mama is like, oh, you can stay here. And she, like, makes them... Like, I think she gives them a room, but then she, like, ends up making drawers, making beds for them in little drawers because they're so little, which is so very And they're cute. hiding from the Groke character. Yes, and this is the first time we've met the Groke. Yes, the Groke she is, like, a scary is walrus. scary. Yeah, she's, <laughs> yeah, she is kind of like a scary walrus. She is this dark. She doesn't say anything. She's silent. But um, when she comes, it gets very, very cold. She's just, like, this ice-cold creepy she's really big and she's gray and she has these like big eyes and then like her mouth is kind of in this like grimace most of the time mm -hmm. i feel like i only saw her in the dark yeah but she's not super pleasant no she's and like and apparently like generations of finnish children are like terrified of the grunk that makes sense but i think when she comes because she's really cold it like freezes a plant or something so if you're growing tomatoes she shows up she's gonna freeze your tomato plant yeah which you can which, just imagine like the finnish parents like the first frost comes and they're like oh the groke's been here and it, you know right. it's actually really cute to think about um good way to keep your children on their toes yeah exactly so the groke comes and they're like defending thingamy and bub and their suitcase like boom and papa's there with a shotgun and like they're like just okay with the fact that Thingamy and Bob won't tell them what's in the suitcase or where it came from. They just trust them. And that kind of like radical support and like showing up for like these small, weak, like frightened characters, like, damn, that is some shit. That is cute. They're all kind of like, mm, they don't want to tell. That's okay. <laughs> they don't want to tell. We won't That's pressure fine. them to tell. Yeah, just all good. Respect their decision to not tell. And then if I remember correctly, what happens is like, they have scared the Groke away, and Thingamy and Bob are very grateful. And so they say, Moomin, would you like to see what's in the suitcase? And I think they're, like, hiding. At least in the book, I know they're, like, hiding in the bushes. I don't remember 
Yeah, so they stayed, and then they transferred to the bushes. I can't remember why. I think maybe they don't want to, like, bring the Grok back to Moomin House. Yeah. Or maybe they're just, like, really nervous. They don't want anybody to find out what's in their suitcase. I think they are, like, really nervous about it. And then, so, yeah, Moomin does something. The yeah. Moomin, or it's Moomin. Yeah, it's Moomin. And I can't they... think what he does, though. Oh, yeah, right? Well, I don't remember, because it was, like, daytime, and he comes to find them, and he does something. <laughs> And I don't know what it is, but then they're like, do you want to see what's in the suitcase? What do they do? I don't remember what he does that, like, makes them happy with him. I feel like he told them information or did something. But meanwhile, an important thing we should know, I don't remember if it happened yet or it happened soon, but at some point, Snork Maiden gives Moomin a heart-shaped shell. Yes. Yeah, like, she found it, and she wants him to have it. Yeah, it's very important to her. Um, So just, like, keep that in your back pocket. Remember that for later. Uh, But, yeah, so something happens with Moomin, and he gets to see what's inside, and guess what it is? The king's ruby. This, like, massive, crazy, colorful, sparkly beautiful yeah. and giant yeah. and that's what the hobgoblin has been seeking all this time that is what he wants and they took it from the groke and it's not really clear like why they took it no we don't know but it's we like why did the groke have did. it like what was the groke doing with it the groke is cold <laughs> and scary like the groke doesn't need a ruby yeah i don't think she needs that but neither really do the tiny creatures, but they have it. Yeah, it's okay. they have it now. Well, the Grok, and the, the Grok, like, keeps coming back. And then they're like, well, she wants what's in the suitcase. Maybe we could give her something else, you know, and she'll be happy mm-hmm. with. And so Moomin Mama's going through her handbag, and she has all these things in her handbag. And one of the things that she has is the heart-shaped shell from Snork Maiden, because Snufkin, or Snuff, um, Moomin gave it to her for safekeeping. And so she offers that to the Grok, and the Grok accepts and is, like, happy with that and leaves. Which is funny. If you compare, like, a giant ruby to the shiny shell. Mm-hmm. You know. But truthfully, if she's happy with the shiny shell. I think that the Grok is so cold, it just needs something shiny. Yeah. It's not really picky. Something like that. Something. So, you know, then... I don't remember what, like, they ha- they're they having a party. Why are they having a party? Oh, gosh, who knows? I don't remember. But they're having a big party, um, and the Hobgoblin shows up. And I think he's just, like, I think, like, when I they opened think... the suitcase, he, like, saw it. Does Thingamy and Bob, are they, like, grateful? that they sent the hobgoblin away so they're like celebrating and they're like oh as thanks we'll show you all what's in our suitcase and so they open it and then i think the hobgoblin sniffs it out right away yeah like sees it here i am that's the king's ruby and thingamy and bob are like all right you can have it and then with the ruby he's is it with the ruby he's able to grant wishes or just on his own? I think he's it's just on his own, but like he does because he's so excited and thankful. So he's going to give them all wishes. 
And I don't remember a lot of the wishes, but I specifically remember Snork Maidens. She like whispers in the Hobgoblin's ear and he goes, are you sure? She's like, yeah, you know, and he's like, okay. And then she has the same eyes as the figurehead of the ship. That's right. <laughs> and she looks really creepy and weird. And everyone's right. like, what the fuck? Another area where they're like, no. <laughs> no, no one's no, like, that's okay. They're just like, no. Actually, I thought it looks fine. She just has like bigger eyelashes. But then Moomin sacrifices his wish. Because, again, here's Snork Manus. He's crying. Like, oh, boo-hoo. Like, you did this to yourself, bitch. And so Moomin sacrifices his one and only wish and asks for her eyes to go back. Mm-hmm. What a sweetie. It's beautiful. It's so romantic. It is. It is cute. And I think that's the end of that episode. That is the end of that episode, I think. I wrote very medium notes on that. Hello, it is Emily from the future again. I just need to add some more details about Thingamy and Bub because, first of all, uh, Thingamy and Bub are based on Tove and her first girlfriend, and it's really cute. So, yay for more queerness and also more non canon queerness, but really it should be canon queerness. Come on. Thingamy and Bub don't show Moomin the ruby because they're grateful because he does something. Uh, we were thinking that was it, but we remembered wrong. They show Moomin the Ruby to cheer him up because he's really sad because Snufkin left to go on his travels for the fall and winter. And Moomin is in love with Snufkin. We all know this. Come on. I feel like there's a lot that happens in these episodes. Yeah, I feel like there generally are like a couple storylines. And then, so after that, I think I still watch things, but my next notes are for the zoo one. Oh, yeah, the zoo one. This is great. This is a little later in the series. Um, but it's so good. I'm trying to remember how it started. You might have it in your notes. But somehow, all the animals escape from the zoo. The stink thing lets them out. Oh, stinky. Which is, what is he? He's, he's stinky. He's just stinky? He's just stinky. Okay. We don't know what species he is. It's not discussed. Okay. He's just a stink. He's a stink bug. Yeah, he's a stinker. He's a little stinker. Um, so he goes and like saws all of the zoo animals. I feel like he had a reason. Yeah, there was some weird thing. But I don't remember what it was. No, I don't know. Uh. Yeah. So it was anyway. some like I'll show you kind of thing. He had some exchange with right. human. And so he's like, I'm going to let out all these zoo animals. And he's like, go hunt the moomins. Um, oh, because there was, okay, before he lets out the zoo animals, a jungle has formed around the moomin house. By way of, I don't remember. It's not the hat this time. What is it? Is there like magic beans? Something happens. Something happens. And there's jungle. Yeah, there's jungle. I think they, like, find some seeds and plant them, and they just go crazy. Probably. And, like, the jungle is just, like, around the house. Yeah, it's just, it's, like, around the house for a certain amount of... Yeah, and, like, know, Lumen meters. is, like, playing Tarzan. Mm-hmm. It's very Which is cute. Kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, and then 
I think like, and then it's like stinky, like isn't playing right. And they're like, you can't play with us. Get out of here. And he's like, I'll show you jungle. I'm going to get all these animals out. Um, and so then he goes, which this is where I was like, where do we draw the line where you have like human, like these humanified things. And then we have animals in a zoo. And then there are actual humans. Cause like the zookeepers are right. humans. Yeah. It's just like an interesting yeah. balance. There. Yeah. So let's see. They release he releases the animals and the tigers are now uh, ready to hunt the movins. They want to eat a movin. Oh yes, this is a very important part. Um and they're I, they're trying to escape the tigers. Guy, somebody is like, Oh, the the tigers are ready to come eat you so they're like, Oh, we've gotta go hide in the bathhouse yeah in the bathhouse like um but another line i thought was funny they're like stinky probably told them we're good to eat and mama pooping mama pooping he says maybe we are which again i thought was very self-aware <laughs> like we don't know maybe, maybe i am good to eat it could be good to eat <laughs> no. uh so then they go to the bathhouse and the tigers come, and they make a trap. So they the bathhouse is on a dock. So they cut like some wood or something, so that once the tiger steps on it, it'll fall in mm-hmm. and go into the water. And so, so that happens. He does. He falls yeah. in, and then happens. The other um, tiger says, "My husband is drowning." Right. Which I, my husband is drowning. I came to eat you, but now I'm having a larger problem. Right. And it's just like, what in the fuck? And so then they sent Moomin and Moomin Papa to save the tiger. They wanted to eat them, which was like, oh. here again, you have your child out here with the vicious tiger. It was just trying to eat him. Right. And they go to save them, which is really kind. And they really put their faith into the tigers that they weren't going to eat them. Uh, and then it was kind of funny, sad, that the other tiger, the like lady tiger, that's um, not a very big hole between the now new like one dock to the other side. She forgot how to jump because she's been in a zoo so long. Oh, that is sad. So she couldn't jump over there. Um, my notes are very confusing, <laughs> but oh, okay, that's another part. But they save the tigers. Yeah, and they do save they them, and I think that is kind of where they start becoming friends with the animals. Yeah, they start to be friends with the tigers, and then I think it's like Moomin and the Snork Maiden who gets sent, or is it Moomin and Snuff? Somebody gets sent by the stink thing into a little lily boat, and he convinces them to like get inside and like go on this cute adventure. Which is like, you already know the stink is up to no good. Yeah, stinky's always up to no good. He's up to no good, and now you have voluntarily sat yeah. into the lily boat, which is where we run into the snake. Yeah, the serpent. 
the serpent. It's, it's a real very big, big snake, like yeah. anaconda esque. Yeah, big uh, anaconda so, deal. Mm-hmm. They're in the little boat. Uh, they're running into the snake, so they're trying to paddle, paddle, paddle. I think I think I've colored the scene in in our Moomin coloring book. Oh, oh, cute! I think it's definitely Snork made in his way because then they see a big boat and they're like, paddle out to the boat. Like they will save us, so they paddle, they paddle so hard, and they get to this big old boat, and they go, "There's a couple of hippos, better get them on board." <laughs> so they do. They like throw something out there, pull them up, and they're saying things like, you know, calling them hippos. And Smart Maiden is like, "Are you saying I look like a hippo?" <laughs> Which was funny because you're like you do look like a hippo it's very confusing yeah like they're so offended the first part again where they're kind of like self-aware but not aware they're like acknowledging yeah like the show is self-aware but the characters are not in this moment exactly and they're all i think he's like i will not be taken for a hippo and every episode of this show that i've ever seen which isn't quite all of them yet because I'm kind of like stretching it out, but it's a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Is taken directly from either the books or the comics. Like it's really faithful to like the stories Tova Jansen wrote. And like this scene with like the zookeepers being like, you're hippos. And I'm being like very offended. Like, excuse me, we are not hippos. We're moomins is like in the comics. That's cute. We're not hippos. We're moomins. And like, as if we know what a moomin is. Yeah, like that a moomin is this thing that everyone should know about. And like, they somehow—I can't remember how um, Snork Maiden and Moomin get away, but the zookeepers show they, up at the house. Yeah. So they—I think they just like go back to the water. And they're like, ah, oh, we must escape here now because they're trying to put them into the zoo. Uh, so these are like the zookeepers now they're after all of the animals that have escaped so they like swim back out and now they become friends with the snake they're like then you're trying to put us in the zoo like we're all in this together let's go away you can hide in our house so now they start gathering all of the animals inside the movement home and they're like they think we're hippos we have a common struggle yes about the hippos so you know they're like hiding they're having a whole showdown with the zookeepers and there's people there like these are not hippos these are movements but at some point the movements do get caught so the jungle catches on fire which is sad so there's no more beautiful jungle and they catch all the animals actually i think the animals are like you know, honestly, the zoo is kind of nice. Yeah, like they kind of start to miss the zoo and they get put they back in the zoo of kind of yeah. voluntarily. And then along the way, they also get the movements and they put them into the zoo. But then this part got me. All of a sudden, like certain people from Moomin Valley, they show up and they apologize to them by giving them a bouquet of flowers. <laughs> She's like, that's not a very good apology for putting me behind a cage when I'm not a hippopotamus. And they're like, we got a letter from a, uh, the president that said that you're not hippo. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the president, president knows. Confirmed. The president knows about them. <laughs> the president of something. I don't remember the president of where, but God bless that president. Save yeah. the movements. Save the movements. Here's some flowers. Sorry. 
Oh my god, it's so wild. It's such it's just such a wild show. It's so good. And it's all on the YouTube. There's so many on the YouTube. It's so easy. No, there's so many. I think I think we gotta call it for like this this batch, but you know, we'll probably revisit the movements because like also there's the books and the comics and the old stop motion animation movies. There's a lot of new stuff happening too, right? Yeah, there's like a new show that was on Netflix um, for a couple seasons. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Just recently. Oh. It seemed like there was one in Japan. This like is... there's going to be a movie and a play. Oh, my God. A play? I think so. On YouTube, it said so. Oh, my God. I would love that. But don't hold me accountable for that information. No, I won't. So if you, if you know about the Moomin play or about the Moomins in any way, shape or form, you can leave us a voice memo. You can go to anchor.fm slash lineweedweird, voice memo away. You can uh, go to wherever you listen and there should be a link. You should be able to click that linkity link and leave us that voice memo. Anywhere you listen also, you could rate and review. Give us those five stars. Let people know you're listening. Um, my birthday is coming, and I would love a voice memo so much for my birthday. And my birthday is right after Emily's. Mm-hmm. Our birthdays are very close, so yeah. you should celebrate our birthdays with birthday voice memos. Come on. We we asked for Christmas, for New Year's. <laughs> Every we holiday. Give something for one of these holidays. Come on. We do this every week. It would take <laughs> ten fucking seconds to leave a voice memo. You it's can just go and hit record and there. scream. Like <laughs> whatever you have to do. Just do it. Does it does not have to be good. Come on. Uh, I'm gonna Something. just I'm just gonna stalk people at my birthday party and be like, voice memo. Oh my god. Say it right now. Say something. Go to this link. <laughs> Go on your phone. Great. We're going to get a lot of voice memos under duress, um, which are a great, great kind of voice memo. Um, but thank you so much for listening to these these few episodes. I guess we talked about, what, like five or six? Like, we covered some ground. We, we did pretty good. Yeah, episodes okay. of the moons. Know that there's so much more. Know that you need to see this phenomenon for yourself. It does. I would say... You know, get through the first one, because you're going to be like, what? And then get through the second one, you're going to be like, okay, they're cute. Now I'm like, yes, this is jolly, this is happy, it's adorable, nothing really makes sense, but it's okay, because it's just cartoon world. And you'll feel jolly and bright with the Moomins. You will. You'll love it. And you'll want to go to Moomin Land and be with the Moomins. Go, Go to Moomin Valley. Probably watch the movements and let them sing me to sleep. Yeah, the movements. And then there's the different song at the end. They love the laughter and they love the living movements. <laughs> I did it. I edited together this like hot mess of an episode. Huzzah! Congratulations. You just listened to me being high and Kai being drunk, and it was wine, weed, weird.